Welcome to the Creativity at Work podcast, hosted by the School of Business at Virginia Commonwealth University. Welcome to another edition of Creativity at Work, the podcast sponsored by the VCU School of Business here in Richmond, Virginia. My name's Ken Kahn. I'm the Senior Associate Dean for the VCU School of Business. And with me here today is Celeste Feta, who's the Director of Education in the Art and Education Division at the Virginia Museum of Fine Arts. Welcome. Hi, Ken. Hi, everybody. Uh, why don't we start with your background? Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, so I'm a native Richmonder. Um, I grew up uh, coming to VMFA since I was a baby. So my parents are teachers. My dad was an art teacher. Um, so it's sort of just in in the blood. Um, and uh, I started as an intern in the education department my junior year of college. Um, I went to William & Mary, and my undergrad is in art history with a minor in anthropology. And then I went to graduate school in the University of Glasgow in Scotland, um, studying, yeah, did you know that, Ken? No, I didn't. Oh, there you go. Um, So I studied um, decorative art history. Um, I went to Scotland because my mom is Scottish, and so I knew I wanted to live there, and I was really interested in Scottish design, so that's how I ended up there. Um, Came back to Richmond. This may be a familiar story to many. You come back home, and then you just start applying for jobs anywhere that you can. Um, And in the meantime, um, because I kept in contact with my uh, boss of my internship, they needed help. And so I ended up working um, part-time. And then kind of one thing led to another. And then I was in the director's office. And then I was in the foundation. And then back in education with a full-time job about a year and a half later. And have been there ever since. How many years have you been 18. 18 years. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit about the VMFA or the Virginia Museum Mm -hmm. of Fine Art. And what's some new stuff? Our mission is to collect, preserve, interpret art for everyone, um, specifically in the Commonwealth. So we actually have a charge with connecting with everyone in the state of Virginia. Um, And so we do that on site. Um, We do that statewide with, um, gosh, many different ways. in particular, new in the last year, VMFA on the road, which is a mobile basically museum (laughs) that tours the state. Um, That's a tractor trailer. Yes, a big tractor trailer. Um, Big. It expands to be even bigger. Um, And uh, and also online. So we have um, distance learning that we do um, for grades 6 through 12 in college. And we also have a great collection search. So you can search our entire collection online. Um, And a great learn site where you can see videos of artists speaking and all kinds of goodies. Um, All for those are things for free. Um, Because again, our goal is to reach as many people as possible. And one thing about the VMFA, they are artists in residence this year. They're going to be part of the entourage that's working with us, contingent working with us. Uh, What are some thoughts about being an artist in residence with a business school? Um, The thoughts. Well, (laughs) or what are some things that you have planned? Yeah. um, Well, I think kind of starting back with the thoughts, maybe Mm -hmm. I'm very excited um, for this opportunity. One, I always enjoy working with you. But also, it flexes a different part of my brain, right? Um, I don't have a business background um, at all. Um, If you study art history, right, Excel spreadsheets are not 
in your repertoire as you as you study. So you sort of learn as you go. So being sort of a, a director of ed, I spend a lot more time looking at spreadsheets than I do at art at this point. Um, so I'm excited to kind of take that experience and kind of blow it out a little bit um, and think on the business side um, and make that connection back to the um, art and creativity side. So I'm really excited for the opportunity. And I think a lot of the team at VMFA would say the same. I'm very excited as well. Um, What we have planned, um, some ideas that we're toying with, some we're toying with, some we've already done. So I mentioned distance learning before. I know you had Mm -hmm. distance learning for a class. Um, And Our objective with that is really to introduce people who may not be familiar with a museum environment or may not know a lot about art, and that is okay. Um, We really truly believe you do not need to have an art history degree to come to the museum and find something that you like or want to talk about. Um, So the methodology behind that program is very much student-directed. Um, and casual. Um, that's really important for us. And you that's worked well for your class, I think. Yes. We, you say? Yeah. This summer I was teaching a class. Of, it was a supply chain class, mm-hmm. and we actually brought in the VMFA. And the program itself is a curator meeting with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you may want to talk about who yeah. is part of that. But we have a curator, and they're in front of a art piece, and it's used as a focal point for a class mm-hmm. discussion. Yeah. And actually, it's an educator um, rather right. than a curator. Um, so she, yeah, she's fantastic, Maggie. Um, and yep. again, she will not start with just the facts. That's something we really want to get away from. And I think in education field, you know, as an educator yourself, mm-hmm. I would think you would agree that that's not a way to start, you know, something or discussion. So she starts with a very basic, let's take a look minute and we're going to look at this work. And then I want you to tell me what jumps out of you. And that's the spark that can start that conversation. Um, and even though we're right down the street from VCU, we're what, you know, I don't even know how many miles away. What? Probably about a mile and a half. About a mile and a half. Um, I th- And so some people may say, well, why can't you just go there? Well, this is a way to, again, just have, you know, maybe a half an hour moment and meet people where they are um, to just get that conversation going Um, and and maybe help people feel comfortable before they even step foot um, in the museum itself. But it's also a great tool to reach, you know, Wise County, Virginia, who, you know, a sixth grade class may not have the money, and they definitely might not have the time to travel, you know, three or four hours to get to VMFA, stay for an hour, and then spend that three three hours going home. So this is a really great way to, again, provide service and connectivity with people at a long distance. Um, so that's so we're hoping to get, and I think we will, a lot of interest from professors to do the same thing um, and, and take advantage of that opportunity. Um, We'd love to then have those professors bring students um, after they do a distance learning um, for an excursion or an experience at the museum facilitated by a tour guide or by another educator um, where we maybe put some things into practice um, in the museum. Um, Other ideas we've had I think I've talked a lot about education, but of course, to run a museum, it takes, it does take a lot of business. So we have a finance department, a marketing department, um, special events department, um, foundation, et cetera. So we want to also 
it invite colleagues from those teams to come and talk to classes um, and show kind of the myriad of opportunity um, that there is. Um, so even if, again, you don't have an art history degree, you too could work in a museum. Um, so that's another thing we're, we're looking into. And then finally, I mentioned the Artmobile or Vimefe on the road. Hoping we'll find a parking space big enough <laughs> on campus We're on it right yeah, now. To, to bring that here. So those are some initial thoughts that we've had. So you know the tagline for the School of Business is creativity at work. Mm-hmm. How does the VMFA make creativity at work happen? We are a really interesting uh, model sort of or, or institution. So we're sort of a hybrid institution. We are a um, nonprofit arm, so our foundation, but we're also a state institution. So I'm a state employee. Um, sometimes state systems can have lots of forms <laughs> to fill out, um, lots of steps. So um, rather than feeling bogged down by those things, uh, we kind of look for ways to leverage that process or create solutions um, within sort of an environment that some could say would be siloed or um, bogged down. We try to we try to get past those things. Um, that being said, I think in my team, um, being with that team for a long time, there's not a lot of turnover um, in education. People feel really passionate about it, and I feel like, or I hope they feel very supported. Um, and we encourage one another to share ideas. And so, in terms of the culture within the education team, we feel very strongly about encouraging one another um, and offering support to one another. So if someone has a success, you know, in our staff meetings, we clap. We, you know, we say, that's a great idea. Like, what can we do to help you get there? Um, so we we listen and we say, great job. And if it doesn't go well, we also share in that disappointment. Um, So we really create a a very um, cohesive and supportive unit. And I think that's important in fostering creativity because creativity is about risk. It's about experimentation. It's about curiosity. And, you know, if if you don't have a a support system to help you get there, it's it's hard to achieve that. So for you personally, uh, Mm -hmm. we always like to ask our speakers, what's the most creative thing that you've done this year? I like to say every day is a different journey in my job. So from one day to the next, I, you know, yesterday I was listening to auditions for a voice we're going to have for an audio tour for our upcoming exhibition. Um, today, I talked to a business class about about what we do. So it's I think every day brings an opportunity to uh, flip a different switch, mm-hmm. sure. and I think that's part of the creative process. I know that's a very generic um, answer, but um, it's hard. That's that's why it's hard for me to single one thing out. I mean, I, and if I keep thinking, I'm sure I can get to to one thing. Um, maybe it's even just a few weeks ago. This is like something that recalls when you all came to the museum to kick off the year. And this was the whole school. The whole school. And um, we had that activity about uh, collaborative um, sculpture making activity out of paper. And I think it's kind of an aha moment. We were trying to figure out what we were going to do to keep that project going. 
And, you know, just you overhear one thing. Someone said, oh, we should have a naming contest. And we kind of got to that point where, how can we make that happen? And then we worked together to figure out what can make that work. And that's a great example of just living in that moment, um, brainstorming together, listening, bouncing ideas off of one another, um, and then coming up with a solution. So that's a that's what's jumping to my mind. <laughs> Any uh, ex- would you like to mention anything about some upcoming exhibits? Sure. Um, so we just closed Awaken, which is was our Tibetan Buddhist show. That's going to San Francisco um, next. And so we will be opening in the same space. Um, Edward Hopper and the American Hotel. So that opens at the end of October. So this is the first study of this aspect of Edward Hopper, who was a um, 20th century American artist, um, Nighthawks, if you can recall call that to your mind. Um, he's the one who painted Nighthawks. And so this aspect of hotel imagery in his work and kind of using that as a lens to understand what American travel and lodging and movement was like um, during that time period. So that opens at the end of October and runs through February. A lot of creativity happening within that space. So we are, um, we have, and this is again, another great thing about working at the museum is you get to be a part of and just see these creative people just, just, go, I don't know, not go crazy, but yeah, kind of go crazy and just like flex their creative muscles in a lot of different ways. And so we have an amazing exhibition design and lighting team, and they have recreated a hotel room based on a Hopper painting. I mean, the lighting looks, I mean, it's like you're looking at a 3D dimensional rendering of this painting that we will be renting out. So you could actually spend the night in a Hopper hotel room at the VMFA. That's a definitely creative marketing angle (laughs) to get people interested. Um, And again, helping people really connect um, and create an experience um, to kind of dive into uh, with the exhibition. So yeah, end of October. So Celeste, thanks so much for joining us. I really appreciate all the details about what's coming up and helping us to be helping the business school and the VMFA to work together on this artisan residence collaboration. You're welcome. (laughs) Celeste Feta is the director of education for the VMFA. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks so much for having me, Ken. For everyone listening, thanks for joining us. Until next time. Thank you for joining us on the Creativity at Work podcast. To learn more about the Virginia Commonwealth University School of Business and our vision to drive the future of business through the power of creativity, visit us at business.vcu.edu or follow us on social media. Also, you can let the creativity come to you by subscribing on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, keep up the creativity at work.